Hello, everyone. My name's Andrew. Hey, guys. I'm Suzanne. And this is the QLips English Podcast. You're listening to Simplified Speech, the QLips series, which features clear, natural, and easy to understand English conversations about interesting topics. Today, I'm joined by Suzanne, my co host. Hello, Suzanne. Hey, Andrew. Hey, everybody. So, Suzanne, today we have what I think will be a very wonderful topic to discuss. And today's topic is the little joys in life. Yeah, the little joys in life. I really love this topic. In this episode, we're going to talk about the smaller things in life that can bring us a little moment of happiness. And I think they can really vary a lot from person to person. Yeah, I think you're right about that, Suzanne. And I can't wait to hear about the little joys on your list. But before we get into sharing our lists with each other, I want to remind everybody listening out there that we have a study guide and an interactive transcript for this episode. And that's not all. We actually make interactive transcripts and study guides for all of our episodes. And they're designed by our team of expert English teachers here at QLips to help you build your English skills and reach your learning goals faster than ever. Now, as a QLips member, you'll also get some very nice bonuses like invitations to our monthly live streams, full access to our member only Fluency Files series, and much more. To become a QLips member, just visit QLips.com and you can sign up. Yeah, and we'd also like to give a shout out to one of our QLips members who goes by the username Kona London. Kona recently left a great review on Castbox. Andrew, would you mind reading the review for us? Yeah, of course. So Kona wrote QLips is the best podcast out there for English learners. Thank you, QLips team, for creating such a brilliant product. Warm greetings from Kazakhstan. Wow, I love that. Warm greetings from Kazakhstan. Thank you so much for that great review, Kona. Yeah, thanks so much for the review, Kona. That's awesome. So, Suzanne, let's get started with our main topic for today, which is the little joys in life. And I thought it could be fun for us to just go back and forth and share some stories about those small things that bring us a large amount of happiness. Does that sound okay with you? Yeah. All right, Sue, would you like to go first? Would you like to kick us off? Yeah, of course. I'd love to go first. One of my favorite little joys is when you don't have anything the next morning and you can sleep in like a little bit extra, just a little bit more sleep that next morning and you can wake up a little later. That's just a, a really nice little joy in life. <laughs> So when you have a clear schedule the next morning and you can spend a little bit of extra time in bed. Yeah, that's a great one, Suzanne. I love that feeling as well. Yeah. And of course, that extra time equals more cuddles with the pup, right? With the doggy in the bed. If you allow your dog to go into the bed. So it always equals more cuddle time. Suzanne, a similar feeling that really brings me a lot of joy in life. And I hadn't thought of this until you mentioned yours. And I was like, oh, yeah, I do really like this is if you have to get up in 
the night to maybe go to the bathroom or something. And you look at the clock and maybe it is only like 1.30 or 1 in the morning or 2 in the morning and you still have a lot of sleep in front of you. I love that feeling. You're like, oh, I can still go back to sleep for another six hours or something. That's an amazing feeling. Conversely, if you have to wake up, I don't know, let's just say that you wake up at 7 a.m., but you have to wake up at six, maybe to go to the bathroom. Then you're like, ah, should I even go back to bed? I'm already up. It can go either way when nature calls. Totally. Ah, that's the worst. I'll ask you, Andrew, if you have another little joy that you have in your life. Yeah, so sure. Maybe we'll continue throughout the day if we're talking about waking up. One of the first things that I do when I do wake up in the morning is to brew my morning cup of coffee. And that is one of the biggest joys in my life. I love the ritual around it. You know, I always go through the process of filling up my grinder and grinding some fresh beans. And then, you know, sometimes I prepare the coffee in a different way. But these days, I usually just use my coffee machine because I'm kind of lazy. But I love the aroma, like the smell of the coffee in the air is so great. And I usually wake up first in my house. So my wife and dog are still sleeping when I wake up. So it's a quiet time in the morning, usually. I can have a little solo time in the morning and just enjoy a cup of coffee. And these days, Usually what I've been doing while I drink my cup of coffee is play the word game Wordle, which I've talked about on the podcast before with Cassie. And yeah, that's just like a nice little way to start the day. It doesn't take long. I wouldn't say it's like my morning routine every day, but whenever I can, I enjoy just making the coffee, sitting down, taking five, 10 minutes to solve a puzzle and enjoy a cup of coffee before I start my day. That just sounds so divine. I agree. I also love to put the beans in the grinder and like get that aroma going. And I also enjoy a cup of coffee. And I have a pour over system because I'm the only one in my house who drinks coffee. So I kind of find ways of single serve coffee. And It's really fun, the ritual of heating up the cup, the grinding the beans and pouring it in and slowly creating that coffee. I agree to that. That's a lovely morning ritual and pleasure. And I think the ritual of it also helps wake us up maybe because it's kind of autopilot. So it's not something we have to think about too much. And it really helps to wake us up. Suzanne, I've got another little joy in life that I want to talk to you about. And I think this one is kind of unique. Probably many people like drinking a cup of coffee in the morning, but I think not as many people can say that they like doing this activity. And I really have to thank my wife for it because if she wasn't around, then I wouldn't be able to do this. But my wife is a great gardener and she's got lots of houseplants and also she has many cacti and one thing that's cool is the way that they are set up in our house is that they're kind of behind our kitchen table on a patio but the patio is enclosed with glass so if i'm sitting at the dinner table and i just turn around 
then I can look out the window and see all the cacti there. And one thing I like to do, sometimes I even do this while I'm drinking my coffee, maybe after playing a game of Wordle, is I kind of just shift in my seat and turn my body around so I can look out the glass toward the patio at all of the little cacti. And she's got some really interesting, unique, different ones from all over the place. And there's some really cool ones from Africa as well. You know, she's got them all displayed really nicely with grow lights and everything. And I just like admiring them. <laughs> I know that sounds a little bit weird, but like admiring the cacti, looking at them. They have lots of cool patterns and some of them flower and they each have different thorn types and patterns on them. I don't know. It's just really cool. And I really like looking at them. And every time I look at them, I just think, wow, such a cool plant. And I'm appreciative of all the different kinds of life forms that we have on the planet and yeah, I just really enjoy checking out her cacti from time to time. Wow, that's so cool. I wonder if it gives you that feeling that you're in nature also. Yeah, you know, I'm right in the middle of a huge city. So it is kind of like an escape into nature right in the heart of my own apartment. Yes, that's fantastic. That inspires me to maybe venture out into more cacti buying. Suzanne, do you have another little joy you could share with us? Yeah, I really enjoy going on a walk with my dog most of the time. If it's bitter cold here or the wind is really windy or icy rain, not so much. But I really do enjoy walking my dog, especially when the sun is shining and there's a street that I really love walking down or up, I should say, because I walk north. It's a kind of commercial street, meaning there are a lot of stores and shops along the way. And there are about five or six places where you can bring your dog in with you. And it's really fun to just stroll and stop in or pop in to a store quickly say hello, and maybe pick up more coffee beans or a candle or some yummy fruit and just kind of pop in here and there along that street and say hi to the shop owners and everyone always wants to pet my dog and just sort of feel that sense of community and belonging. And it's great when the dog is allowed to come with you. So I really do enjoy that whenever we walk along that street. That's awesome. I wish I could share in that joy with you. You know, sometimes my wife and I will go to pet-friendly cafes in our neighborhood. My dog, Pinky, he just doesn't know how to chill. So he'll never sit down and just relax. He's always walking around and poking around and we have to chase after him and we can't relax. We can't just sit and enjoy a coffee. So unfortunately, we can't do that. But I could imagine that it's very nice. I would love to be able to do that. Yeah, it's funny to be because you're such a chill person. You're like one of the chillest people I know. And so... I can't imagine that your dog would not be that way. Yeah, he's not hyper. It's not like he's causing a scene or like 
disturbing other customers. He just gets really anxious, I think. He just can't relax because he's too nervous. So it's that kind of situation. And then we feel bad, like, oh, we shouldn't have taken him out. Like, oh, we got to go. So whenever we do that, we always end up just slamming back our hot coffees very quickly and going home. <laughs> Suzanne, as a music lover, I have one more little joy. We could go on forever and ever about little things in life that make us happy, but I've got one more that I'll share. And when I have some free time, especially on the weekend, what I really like doing is kind of like digital digging, if I could say digital digging. So, you know, like you can go to a record store and you could dig for vinyl records, try to find some hidden gem, right? Well, I like going to YouTube and searching just for rare or obscure or weird music that I've never heard before. It doesn't even have to be weird or obscure or rare. Rather, it could just be some music that I've never heard before. I love trying to search and find interesting music that I've never heard. And I get a lot of joy out of finding something cool. If I find like a new song or a new band or a new artist. And when I say new, I mean new to me. Like the song might be 50 years old, but if it's the first time I've heard it and I really connect with it and like that song, then that brings me a ton of joy. And recently what's happened is I found some cool songs that I've sent to my friends. And then my friends have also been like, oh, this song is so good. And they really enjoy it as well. And, you know, they're not just saying that like, oh yeah, it's good. Thank you. You know, they actually really enjoy it. And that brings me also a lot of joy is when uh, I can share that good music with my friends and they actually enjoy it as well. I think that's a great feeling. And that's one of the little pleasures in life in my world, at least. Yeah. Oh, that's really cool. I admire that so much because I don't actively search out music enough. And I rely quite a bit on algorithms that feed me, hey, maybe you would like this song. And sometimes I do, but sometimes I don't. <laughs> but the algorithms are great. I mean, the algorithm leads me to a lot of stuff as well. I'm not just like walking around in the dark per se. The algorithm is learning about what I'm clicking on and predicting what it thinks I will like. And yeah, it's really helpful. So I would be lost without the algorithms these days. But I also do like to mess with them a little bit where... You know, I'll be going in one direction for a while and then I just throw in a musical theater song or two and then I'm listening to some country and they're like, what? And that algorithm gets confused. I have one more too, if that's okay, if we have time. Yeah, sure. We'll make it the last one. What's your last little joy? Actually, something that came up first was baking. I really love baking delicious things, but something that brings me joy Going and buying and bringing home fresh cut flowers, like a bouquet of flowers, and then putting them in my house and trimming them. And it's similar to having plants, just having a fresh bouquet of flowers. And then as I walk by them throughout the week, I'm like, oh, I love that so much. And I'll stop and smell them. And they remind me to, you know, take care of myself and maybe inspire me to take a bath or something like that. I love seeing fresh cut flowers. They just always bring so much joy. Whenever we have fresh cut flowers in the house, 
I always think to myself, we have to have this in the house all the time. And then maybe the flowers will die and it's time to throw them out. And then, yeah, we go for a time without them. But then whenever we do get them in the house again, it's always so lovely. I can't say it's something that happens regularly, but when it does happen from time to time, it's lovely. And yeah, you're absolutely right. It really can bring a smile to your face, right? Or make you feel good. Like it just warms up your house so much to have some beautiful flowers in the home. I couldn't agree more. Absolutely. It's totally one of those things like, why don't I do this every week? I should get flowers every week. I think I'm inspired, Suzanne. Maybe I will go and get some flowers for my wife. I'll be a a nice guy, a nice husband. Yeah. Oh my gosh. That's the best. But then I can benefit too. It's one of the sneaky gifts where it's like, it's for you, but... I can benefit as well. You'll benefit in more ways than one because you get to enjoy the flowers and the happiness of your wife too. (laughs) Okay, I got to do it. It's a great idea. I love it. Anyway, everybody, I think that will bring us to the end of this episode. So I want to thank you for tuning in and studying with Suzanne and I today. We hope that you found it useful for improving your English skills. This episode was made free for everyone to listen to thanks to our awesome member community and without them, Culebs wouldn't exist. And as a thank you to our members for their support, Suzanne and I are going to keep our conversation going for just a little while longer in the ad-free version of this episode. Now, if you're a Culebs member and you're listening to this regular version right now and you want to hear the bonus content, Don't worry, you can do that. You just have to log into your Culebs account and navigate to the dashboard and you'll be able to get the ad-free episode there and listen to the bonus content. And if you're not already a member, consider joining to gain access to our helpful study guides and transcripts, fun bonuses, and it supports the work we do at Culebs as well. You can also support us by following us on Instagram or YouTube, telling your friends who are learning English to check us out, or by leaving us a five-star rating and a positive review on your favorite podcast app. So that's it for us for now, everybody, but we'll be back soon with another brand new episode, and we'll talk to you then. Goodbye. Bye-bye.